0: What do you guys want to do? What's the plan? Gentlemen, I have a plan. Fortunately, we have a plan. I have part of a plan. Mike Sterling, what's the plan? Do I really look like a guy with a plan? to another episode of what's the plan it's now episode five i think and as always i'm your host shane and i'm here with my co-host kyle as we sit down and ask each other what's the plan kyle what's the plan well i'm going to answer that question with another question okay have you ever been to disney world no have you ever wanted to go to disney world kind of have you ever thought <laughs> that okay um, have you ever thought that you would never want to ever leave disney world definitely not <laughs> well yes. now you can because disney is launching a new neighborhood community called story living okay is it so, in park limits it is it, I, it, I don't think it's technically in the park limits but it's close to the park all right. So here is the article. This is like we're recording this um, on February sixteenth of twenty twenty-two, and this year of our Lord, this came out on these exact dates. So this is like breaking news. So on Wednesday, the company announced the launch of Story Living by Disney, a new community for Disney fans to live in that corp. In, sorry, a new community for Disney fans to live in that incorporates the company's brand of magic. These master-planned communities are intended to inspire residents to foster new friendships, pursue their interests, and write the next exciting chapter in their lives, all while enjoying the attention to detail, unique amenities, and special touches that are Disney hallmarks, Disney said in a press release. Disney Imagineers will develop the community's concept while working with developers and home builders. Story-living communities will also include a club membership, so that residents can access curated experiences such as wellness programming and entertainment such as live performances, cooking classes, seminars, and more. Some neighborhoods will also be for residents ages 55 and up. Disney's first story living location, called Cotino, will be in Rancho Mirage, California, which is located in California's Coachella Valley. This location is special to the company because it was once a retreat for Walt Disney and his wife, Lillian. Cotino will also pay tribute to the history and rich present-day culture of the Coachella Valley. Story is at the heart of everything we do, and we love bringing authentic places to life to immerse you into those stories, Michael Hunjin, executive producer of Walt Disney Imagineering, said in a statement. We dive deep into the history and the culture of the place itself and we're really inspired by its surroundings. Cotino, which will have private homes and a hotel, will surround a 24-acre grand crystalline turquoise lagoon. It will also have a clubhouse and feature Disney programming, entertainment, and activities throughout the year. To see if Story Living by Disney is coming to your neck of the woods, visit storylivingbydisney.com to learn more. Absolutely not. So, apparently, back in the good old days, Walt Disney, when he was still kicking, he had a vision for a neighborhood or a utopian type of society. Oh man! Created I from a neighborhood that would so be much. always technologically at its peak. Like it'd be at, it'd be like the epi- the epicenter of technological advances and from my understanding i've been to disney world a couple times i don't remember it as distinctly enough to remember this detail but there is a part of the epcot park that is dedicated to like the future of the world yeah and a lot of his visions for the future were kind of translated into that epcot park but now disney has decided to put this all together um here In Story Living, in Cotino, in Rancho-something, California, Coachella Valley, my question is, are they going to allow the Jews in? (laughs) Well, I think the bigger issue is I don't think they're going to allow anyone out. I think (laughs) this is a dystopian horror movie slash series in the works right here <clears throat> this sounds great let's get together a band of stereotypical teenagers and go live here for a summer and then things start to seem weird there's a lot of facial recognition stuff going on there's a lot of trap doors and things that don't make sense then you get separated from the group then you yep, realize yep. that the people are watching you, did you around the clock did and you ever Nikki see mouse shows up and chases <laughs> you around the park with a chainsaw this is the worst thing i have ever heard and i want no part of disney suburbs you go you you buy your new home you're really excited you go down to the basement and Minnie mouse has hung herself with her own tail from the rafters and then you freak out you run upstairs and tell them you come down and there's nothing there yep and then you realize there's a mirror that when you see your own reflection in it you have mouse ears (laughs) yeah i i do not like this at all um so did you see the movie get out yeah right it's like that's what (laughs) what you're describing yeah yeah (laughs) um but but no like it's it's like here's another horror scenario you walk into you 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 finally get this new house you've never been in a house before okay you go into this house and there's seven short men living there (laughs) (laughs) it's the disney experience yeah right (laughs) you you go to the shoe store oh i could really use a new pair of kicks all the shoes are made of glass. Oh, hey, it's Disney. Yep. <laughs> um, but it'd be like the creepy, like, old Grimm Brothers Grimm, Grimm's Fairy Tales kind of stuff where it'd be like twists on Disney movies. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the original Brothers Grimm, the ugly sisters had to chop chunks of their foot off to yep. fit into the glass slipper. So then it'd be like Saw. You'd get trapped in a room and be like, you can only get out if the magic shoe fits and you'd have to like <laughs> cut your feet off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like this at all. It really freaks me out. Um, so I want to keep going with these like Disney ideas. Like what other, yeah. what other ways would Disney be incorporated into the society? Like yep. again, like, so I brought up snow white. I brought up Cinderella. Another princess one would be like, what if you sign up for a snowing class and you prick your finger on a needle? Do yep. you fall asleep until your true love kisses you? There's definitely poison on the needles, and would it wouldn't be true love's kiss. Like you would be molested in your sleep, like is implied in that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I just... well, it's it's like not implied in the fair, original fairy tale because, like, have you heard the original Sleeping Beauty? Maybe I know Basic, like parts of some of these. Basically, opinion. instead of true love's kiss, the prince comes upon Sleeping Beauty. What? rapes her in her sleep oh. Oh, so yeah it was, <laughs> that was what, okay rapes her in her sleep and then the when she wakes up is nine months later when she's giving birth what yeah okay. happy yeah so stuff like that that like people don't realize was the original would just happen in this village like they're trying to gauge the response for making a more adult version of disney yeah, like, I, I feel like there's some kind of sinister motive behind it. And what this really honestly makes me think is when they froze Walt Disney. Yeah, I think they found a way to wake him up, and oh. I think he's like the first thing I want to do now that I'm back is Shit. finally put my master plan into effect. Like I think old Walt has been revived. What about Hitler? Well, he's never died, so he's, <laughs> he's still out there. Yeah. What about Tupac? Hitler lives in one of these houses for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Walt would gladly welcome Adolf and Henry Ford into this oh, yeah. society, yeah, among amongst others, Winston Churchill too, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. So it, it's it, it, it's crazy. I don't yeah, like it. no, I get the same vibes as you. Like, and you should see some of the pictures, like the pictures they have. Oh, yeah. Like, some parts of it look like normal suburbia, and other parts of it, you're like, what now? getting Goosebumps from just thinking about this. Well, it's all the way out in California, so you don't have yeah. to worry about it. But yeah, it says no. coming to an area near you. This is gonna be nationwide at some point. No, you have to go to the website to see if it's coming to an area near you. Oh, it's a matter of time. The thing is that's interesting like <laughs> a few, few thoughts here. Like, so they're gonna have a society for 55 year olds and up, right? So yeah. Which I'm surprised they didn't start that in Florida, as opposed to California. You know, you already got all the 55 and ups there. Do you think maybe they're doing 55 and up because in that very exclusive society, it like death is pretty typical, and they're just going to slowly start harvesting organs. Yeah, I could see that. It's like a cannibal cult, probably. Yeah, and so it's like, hey, grandma's being a little weird. What happened to grandma? I don't like. And it's like, oh, we had to send her away to a home that never really existed. Yeah, and except they wouldn't say it like that. They'd say, Oh, she went to home <laughs> Right, like glazed over her eyes yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then they'd start singing like <laughs> It's Goodbye, a girl. small world <laughs> after <all."> <laughs> 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 This is definitely the next Jordan Peele film. Oh, like for sure. Got those vibes. Which did you see? He's got a new one coming out. See the I did. Commercial I did. For it? I'm excited. <sighs> scary, scary stuff. Um, well, Jared, go ahead. Speaking of like harvesting organs and scary things, my next topic <laughs> I wanted to talk about along the same lines. My wife went to donate blood today. Which, Ooh. good for you. You're a hero, right? Um, at least, yeah. That's what people who donate blood want you to, to think, because they make sure everyone knows that they donated blood and wear stickers and all that. Did you but donate blood today? I did. Are not. you helping? Yeah. Right. Are you helping out the people who need blood? Are you on the front lines of the blood harvesting game? Right. It's it's creepy to me. Like I know it's important, and it ties into like being an organ donor, which I'm yeah. an organ donor. I don't think it's not that I think I like need all my blood. It just makes me uncomfortable that I don't have all my blood. (laughs) Like, I just... Your body produces more. I know, but I don't (laughs) like it. (laughs) Just the concept of donating blood freaks me out. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on it. What your thoughts are on being an organ donor. I mean, just objectively, it's the right thing to do, right? But... No. (laughs) It (laughs) creeps me out. Look. Look. In the Marvel Universe... Last time there was a blood transfusion, Bruce Banner accidentally turned his cousin Jennifer Walters into She-Hulk, okay? so I mean, I'll take your word for it since I haven't seen any Marvel movies. Well, it's not even in a movie. It's in the comics, okay? I'm cool. just saying what okay. happens yeah. to She-Hulk. And all I'm telling you is that maybe blood transfusions aren't all they're cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. But is She-Hulk hot? Um, yeah. Sick. Okay, go, <laughs> go ahead and look her up. But, right, um, I'll look right now. But... Uh, I, you know, I don't think it's anything that Mm. people should, okay, (laughs) I don't think, I might get into Marvel, all right, oh my goodness, um. Look up Black Widow I, Iron Man. Hulk 2. can smash any time, to be honest. <laughs> Wait, what am I supposed cousin. to look up? <laughs> Wait, what am I looking up? Look up Black Widow Iron Man Two. Iron Man. There's a white outfit she wears in that that you'll want to see. Iron Man Two. I spelled two T O O. Iron Man Two. White outfit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Found it>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway Marvel is pretty cool. Yeah, they are. Um so what was I saying? Oh, blood. Who cares at this point? Oh yeah. Speaking of <laughs> I <think> blood rushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think blood I think giving blood is is good, it's cool, it's it's an awesome thing to do, but sure. I also don't think it should be something that's, like, that if you don't feel comfortable giving it, you should be, like, shamed into it. Yeah, like, like voting. It's exactly like voting. If you want like, to, then cool. But if you don't want to, it doesn't matter. People will be like, you are un-American if you don't vote. It's like, yeah. no. Voting, like, being American means I get to choose if I want to vote or not. Like, right. You telling me that I have to vote to be American is actually called a dictatorship, which is what a lot of you want in this country. Yeah. Um, and with with the blood, it's like imagine if they forced people to give blood. That'd be, that well, they do in that Disney village, but just <laughs> anywhere else, yeah. So, yeah, and what same if thing they with could organ like, donors. Like, if you don't if you don't feel comfortable giving your organs up to somebody, if you are concerned about like. If you think that there's conspiracy theories behind it or whatever, it should be up to you to not have to give those things. Yeah, like sure. what if they're trying to clone me or something? My my concern is what if uh, my biggest concern with blood with giving blood is that it's not really going to hospitals and and ER centers and like people who need it. Yeah, it's in urgent care. No, I don't think it's going to Walt, but I do think it's going to the Overlord Vampire, who is in charge of the Illuminati. Who, mm. which in the Illuminati consists all of the leaders of America and the of world, the ho- and the Hollow Earth. Yeah, and the only way you can appease him is by bringing him the blood of the innocent of a virgin. <laughs> well, <laughs> you said yeah. your wife went to go get blood. <laughs> yeah. He won't like <laughs> that one very much, then, <laughs> yeah, it still counts. it's just not as good. it's not as <laughs> pu- it's not as pure of blood. It has to be like distilled or whatever. yeah, I don't know it just it kind of creeps me out. I don't know that it it's like recycling. I think it's a good concept, but does it really matter? You does are my, killing the earth. <laughs> does my one water bottle, does my pint of blood really matter? probably but i don't care (laughs) yeah like does me does me like emitting large amounts of nuclear gas is that really harmful to the earth probably but who cares (laughs) (laughs) exactly what if i like chernobyl okay (laughs) yeah pretty sweet i i like physical (laughs) deformities okay (laughs) the other concern speaking of physical deformities that i have is what if i donate donate my organs and it doesn't go to like helping somebody who's waiting on an organ what if i like am put in a museum somewhere and like my testicles are on display (laughs) for decades and everyone's just laughing like (laughs) look at those small testicles they won't be laughing (laughs) when the display reads these here lie the testicles of Shane Westwood, the most masculine man to ever walk the face of the earth. Mm. Okay, you've convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> no, my concern with or being an or- organ donor, because I'm one as well, is what if they've all concluded that I'm dead and I'm not actually dead, and then I wake up and my right. liver and intestines are gone? Yeah, I kind of want those. Yeah, yeah. At least I'd get money from a lawsuit, but it- i'll probably die soon thereafter yeah but like what are you gonna do yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah well to be honest this episode is getting kind of long and it could have just been sent in an email Mm. and i wanted to know what kinds of things have you experienced where you have a meeting or a conversation with somebody you're like this could have just this could have been and should have been just an email or maybe even a text message. Basically anything, and I feel very strongly about this, when that when you're at work and you're reporting your numbers up to your supervisor, and as me as an outside listener as a third party i have no idea if what you're reporting is good or bad it's like hey here's my sales numbers for the quarter i did this many thousand dollars i had this many calls and i'm sitting there listening like is that good or bad (laughs) that tells me there's no reason for me to be on this call with you and this could have been a one-on-one thing between you and the boss and i feel like that happens way too often at every job i've ever been at huh i for me it's been a lot of stuff where it's like like the other day, well no let's let's go with this one, so like a lot of times at other schools that i've I've worked at it'll be like, you know, hey everyone, so next week we're having uh during second period, we're having a a special speaker come in during a an assembly to talk about I don't know safe sex or something like nice <laughs> like. Wait we're, we're, for the teachers or the students? Yes, and th- okay, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, they'll say you know stuff like that, and it's like, did you really have to assemble a meeting for this? So you like, assembled a meeting to announce that there will be an assembly, that or like a, a few years ago, we had a meeting in the school, and the principal came down, and this was crazy. I couldn't. You can't still can't believe this happened. She comes down. And the, she, so she first she sends out an email early in the day, like probably like around lunch, and she's like, "Hey, we're having an impromptu involuntary staff meeting afterwards. Um, but I, would, you know, it's involuntary, but I'd love for you to come if you can." I'm like, okay. So I go, because <clears throat> I had to coach baseball afterwards anyway, and so I go and, she <clears throat> excuse me, she comes, she sits down, she looks all solemn, and she's like. Well, guys, a student brought a gun to school today, and we're all like, "What? <laughs> wait, wait!" Hold so on. you knew this when you sent the email, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know what? This can wait, <laughs> yeah. So, so, right. so, get this. So she's like, "Yeah," and they're so, still in the building, <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Well," uh, she said, "a student, a fellow student tipped us off that the student had a gun in their handbag or in their backpack," and our resource officer immediately brought it to our attention brought the student to our office and along with our social workers we talked through the student and we understood their motivation and there was no ill intent upon other individuals in the school involved it was a student meaning to do self-harm blah 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 and i'm sitting here and i'm i'm like okay but there was still a gun in the school also like, how do you you just believe that that student said that? It's like, nah, I wasn't going to do that. Okay, good. Right. Like, right. Like, yeah. if you wanted to shoot up the school, you would Would you say that? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was sketchy, but I'm alive. So, I'm good. here. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that, I, because, basically, she, because they chose to not take serious action on this, I feel like it could have been an email. Like, you could have just said, hey, just wanted everyone to know there was a situation at the school today. A student had a gun. It's under control. You're safe. Yeah. That's it. By bringing everyone together, it's, you're acknowledging it's more serious. Yep. But also at the same time acknowledging that you didn't do anything about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Yep. That is uh, – huh. that's one way to approach it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really, with any meeting, it's like the question is, is this efficient? Is, is this good for everybody in the group? And yeah. if the answer to either of those things is no, then as a leader, you're losing your company or your organization money by holding this meeting. Yeah. So Well, also, like, politicians, I feel like a lot a lot of times they're pushing on Twitter and stuff like, make sure you watch the State of the Union and all this stuff because it's really important for you as a citizen to know what's going on in this country. How about this instead? How about you have Joe Biden and the speechwriter sit down Give me a ten bull- ten bullet point outline. Yep. That send you over put, PowerPoint or something. You know? Yeah. Put it in an email and send it out to everybody. Like yeah. that is way more consumable for me than to sit down and listen to Joe Biden blabber on for an hour plus answering questions he doesn't know the answer to. Like yeah, right. come up with something that sounds good, sounds cool, sounds yeah. like everything's doing well. That yep. we're not under the threat of nuclear attack or terrorist attack. And oh, and s- by the way, a terrorist brought a bomb to school today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, by yeah, the way, there's about to be World War Three in Russia and Ukraine. But- like, that's your eighth point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so gas prices are good. Oh, by the way, we're on the brink of a world war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Anything that is important. Which most people say, oh, of course the State of the Union is important. If it's important enough to have, it's important enough to s- succinctly summarize and make sure everybody gets it. That's right. So it's like, yeah, I don't I don't get that. Um, final topic I've got um, or f- question I have is uh, – man, this could go on for a while too. I know we're already on a longer episode. Okay, really quickly then, sleep. So, I talked about how giving blood is weird. This episode is kind of about things that, I guess, weird us out or Mm. don't make sense. Sleep is weird to me. Like, the fact that your body shuts down, you close your eyes for basically a third of your day, every day. Um, So, a couple of different directions this could go. I think we just pick one. And you pick which one you want to answer, and we'll go from there. You can either tell me what's the longest you've ever stayed awake without sleeping, and what was that like, or... What would you do with all, all the extra time if you never had to sleep? Hmm. You I mean, I kind of want to talk one. about both. okay go the for episode, Link. Okay, so... Wait, what was the second question again? <laughs> first question was about... No, I know the first awake. one. Second. second was about if you didn't ever have to sleep, what would you do all night okay. with the extra time? So lo- I've I've done a couple all-nighters before, yep. whether it's been with friends or with like youth so have you done an all-nighter where you're like awake the whole day awake at night and then stay up a little bit of that next day or do you go to bed right after yeah so i'm trying to think i'm pretty sure i can think of two times where i stayed up literally all night like a true 24 hours from like when i woke up the day before yeah and I'm pretty sure I went to bed as soon as I hit that 24 hour mark. Like, gotcha. Okay, okay it's seven in the morning. I woke up at seven yesterday. I'm going to bed. Like, yep. that was kind of, um, I don't think I've ever made it very much past that, maybe like 30 minutes max. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I guess. But you haven't, of, like, had a whole day of school. Actually, after one of the longest times. And it depends on what you mean by sleep, too, because, like, technically, when I flew to China and when I flew to Hungary, both times we landed like we we landed at like middle of the night in the US but in the middle of the day in both of those countries oh so that's like an extra half and day I don't sleep well sleep. on planes either so yeah. i didn't sleep i just stayed up watching movies yeah so probably that but i don't know exactly how many hours it would have been jeez so at least 24 though yes and i would say what would i if i regularly did not sleep what would i do with my extra time yeah you never had to sleep so, like, the implication is still everyone else does. Like, your family's sleeping, work and stuff is still closed, so everybody else has to sleep. Oh. Well, that takes out one of my answers. Um, <laughs> um, so, one is I would definitely... Sleeping def- beauty. One is I would go to the gym. Okay. Because... Yep. I never have time during the day, honestly. I struggle with it so much, and... Yep. It's a good answer. I would go to the gym, and also I have a 24-hour gym, so I would go at like 1.30 in the morning or something oh, when there'd be like... it would be sweet. There'd be nobody there. Yeah. yeah. It's just the, to yourself. Um, I would do that. I would use that time to honestly binge a lot of shows that I've been behind on or yep. movies that I've been wanting to watch um, because especially with having little kids... I'm at the point now where I cannot watch things with them in the room because they pick up language and things like that. Sucks. Yeah. Um. So I'd probably do that. Um. I'm trying to think what else I would do. Honestly, like if I'm. So how how long are we figuring is nighttime? Like how long do I have to myself with everyone asleep? I mean, however long they normally sleep, so eight hours, I guess. Okay, so if I have eight hours to myself. Honestly, I might do some like short little overnight trips like three hours away four huh. hours away so you like go somewhere I like that answer a lot come back like it'd yeah. be kind of sweet I've thought about that before like you can get really far in a day I was like you know what I could just drive to you know Pennsylvania and back just if I wanted to like well, I don't know why anyone would but like <laughs> I could just drive part way across the country and back in a day and it's like yep. nothing nothing ever happened you know? yeah We actually, for spring break, we're going to North Carolina, and our trip is like nine and a half hours, and we already discussed it today that on the last day of school, instead of waiting until the next morning to leave, we're going to leave right after school, we're going to drive for three hours, then we're going to stop and have dinner, and then we'll drive for three more hours or four more hours and get a hotel, and at that rate, when the next day, we'll only have like two and a half hours to drive. That's the way to do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So what about you? What would you do and what's the longest you've been awake? So firstly, what I would do, I really liked all your answers. I feel like I'd have to pick up a new hobby. Like the stuff that I currently do can't fill the time. Like I could do that if I didn't have to sleep. Maybe the first few weeks I could fill that just doing the stuff I currently do. But I would run out of shows or something. Like think about an extra eight hours of time in a day basically. Like I'd have to like start a different hobby. Like I'd probably have to start like biking or something that i could do like podcasting yeah right (laughs) just some other way to fill the time and i don't know if i would do this if i could you know like if i had the choice whether to or not i wouldn't obviously mentally you'd go insane never having a break and which is why you need sleep (laughs) partly but i don't know i think it'd be cool to be able to like turn on and off be like hey for these next three days i'm not gonna need sleep and have no bad effects but I mean, if you could plan it too, like, all right, I'm yeah. gonna sleep during these days within these next few days. I'm gonna stay awake. Like that'd be interesting too. And I guess, Called I mean, I guess cocaine. the other thing I would do is if we're if you and I are both not sleeping, I mean, I would just drive to drive to your house. We would play so out. much NHL. hits. <laughs> yeah, we would It'd be like an hour drive. Play NHL hits for six hours. Drive back and then go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like college. It's like a lot, a lot like college. <laughs> so I did a lot of overnights at college, too, to get to the other part of the question. In high school, I did an all-nighter where I had been up all day. I stayed up all night, and then I had a basketball practice the next morning, which nice. was one of the worst ideas I've ever had. I was so uncoordinated and tired, but then I couldn't go to bed until like the afternoon of that next day. So it was probably pushing 30 hours, at least. And then What's... I did a... F- one time when i worked overnight shifts i worked from 7 p.m to 7 a.m and then the next day we had like stuff going on at our house and it was super busy and i wasn't able to go to sleep during the day like i normally would so i was up all day and then i went and worked the next night shift so that was like i was hallucinating i actually couldn't Like I saw things like in the corner of my eye, I saw people moving, and I turned, and there was nothing there. Did you see Um, Minnie Mouse hanging herself with her own tail hanging from the ceiling? Full circle, yeah. But I, I was like, my hands were shaking a little bit. Like it was to the point where I was like, physically, very much feeling effects of it. So think about that feeling, and that's what the citizens of Storyville are feeling constantly. Yes, (laughs) there is definitely psychological torture going on in the basements of those houses yeah Yeah. um so what's the longest you've slept then slept Mm -hmm. i find it really hard to even sleep eight hours anymore Mm -hmm. the longest i've slept is like when i worked night shifts and then i got off work and didn't have to work on a weekend and there were times when i would like crash and be catching up on sleep that i had been like over the course of the week behind on Mm -hmm. so when i worked night shift there were times i'd come home and sleep for 12 hours nice but since then i haven't been able to get anywhere close to that 12 hours has got to be the longest for me and that yeah i've only been able to sleep 12 hours usually if i like am sick like and i think i I like probably woke up and went back to sleep you know so yeah like if i have a fever and stuff like Yeah. yeah i could probably sleep for 12 hours But that's such a surreal feeling when you get close to that, though, because you wake up, you're like, what day is it? What time is it? Dude. Well, and there's times where I've slept so hard, like it's not even a length of time. It's just (laughs) I slept very deeply. Mm. And so one of my first one of my really the memory that sticks in my mind when I think about deep sleep is the first time ever that my dad had me mow the lawn by myself (laughs) it's exhausting just exhausted yeah yeah the first time you do it it's exhausting so i'm i think i finished around like noon okay yeah. and i'm probably like 10 or 11 years old yeah and so i go upstairs and i lay down on my bed and the next thing i know i, I don't even think i showered or anything like i'm pretty sure i'm still just wearing my lawn clothes yeah and so i, I next thing i know my mom is waking me up for that next morning no, it wasn't for the next morning. Remember oh, this I is deep say, sleep, that length of sleep. Oh, okay. But so, so she's like shaking me, waking me up, and she's like, "Kyle, Kyle, come on, we're gonna go to Wendy's. We're gonna go to Wendy's." And <laughs> I, I was just like, "It's breakfast, mom." <laughs> I was right. like, and she was like, "No, like it's because I I slept so hard that I was I thought it was the next day, right." you know what's the best is waking up in the middle of the night with a wet and dream. feeling like you slept all day or slept all night you're like oh, hey yeah. i guess it's time to wake up you check the alarm or you check your clock oh, and it's like yeah. 11 p.m you're like yes i <laughs> still get like four Bro, and a half more hours of sleep or five more hours that feeling I, I even best. get exci- i even get excited if i wake up and i'm like oh it's probably time to get going i even feel that way if it's like Three o'clock or four o'clock. I know. Yeah. And it's like, ah, well, at least I have another hour or whatever. If you still have more than half of the night left, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what at least in those moments, you get to wake up and you get to understand and grasp reality. Unlike Mm -hmm. the poor people that are going to spend millions upon millions of dollars to live in Storyville. Listener, have mercy on their souls. Will that be you one day? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm.